And, you know, it, it came to me this way, that uh, when Karen was speaking about uh, the gift, uh, uh, stirring up the gift, and, you know, I thought, it's amazing what God can get out of one word. The Spirit of God can take up one word, and that amen, it echoes in heaven. And you know, immediately, we're in the Spirit, and it does something to your soul. It satisfies my longing soul. And you know, as we were singing that amen, uh, 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 it's such a witness with me. I thought, Lord, you just need one word. Uh, Even a baby says one word doesn't it? It just cries one word, and yet God's there to listen. His ears are open to hear every word from us. I thought, well, it doesn't take much, does it, uh, to please the Lord. Glory to God. You know, uh, what thrilled me uh, tonight was, uh, as we were singing, uh, I felt such a contentment in my soul. I thought, well, Lord, I just feel content to walk before you. And, you know, it, the Lord brings every, every, what shall I say, emotion and every, every experience to us by the Spirit. And I felt such a contentment to be able to walk before God. You know, everybody's not walking or conscious that they're walking before the Lord. But thank God, when you feel that you're walking before him, it, and he, he, exhort, he exhorted the, the Israelites, if my people will walk before me. And, you know, when you're walking before before God, you won't put a step wrong. You won't, you know, because there's such a companionship going on. There's such a there's such company with you. It's wonderful. It is, you know, when you walk. And everybody that's been uh, speaking tonight have been talking about walking, you know, and walking, and walking this way. And we've been singing about walking. And I thank God that I got such a thrill when I thought, well, I'm just content. I'm not bothered about anything else. I'm just content to walk before God. And, and that brings, uh, it, you know, it seems to me that when you're really conscious of his presence from day to day, he, he, puts, he puts such a, uh, a satisfaction within your soul uh, that nobody else can give. Nobody else can give it. But there's, there's a, he satisfies my longing soul. My longing soul. And we've, he's put this longing within us for himself. I mean, even that longing comes from him. We had nothing of our own. We were nothing and are nothing. But thank God for the day when we, we became conscious that we were born and that we come into a relationship with God. And, you know, when we get together, it always seems to me... Uh, uh, Jesus said that uh, uh, the kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a, a woman hid in three measures of meal. And, you know, it came to me tonight. I thought, yes, Lord, when we get together, the leaven starts to work. You feel it, oh, yeah. You feel you feel a rising. You didn't have it perhaps when, when you were coming and you'd had all sorts of uh, problems and, and been in all sorts of things uh, during the week. But, you know, when we get together, uh, there's, there's, a, there's an affinity. There's something that works. There's, there's some unseen thing. And, you know, I happened to turn on the television the other night and I was just going to bed and I thought, I'll turn this on a minute. And uh, it was that, um, what do you call him? That Liberace. And I never saw such a fantastic thing in all my life. I thought, the imagination of, of the world, you know, it was fabulous. It must have cost millions. I, and, of course, he's a very gifted art, artist, you know. 
And, and it was so spectacular, the, the beauty of it, really, the natural beauty of it. There was, he got a thing, a train uh, covered in diamonds and pearls and you name it, and he got it. It was terrific, and of course he's a, he was a very skilled uh, a pianist, I mean he can really make it talk. And he said, he, he said he'd, uh, you know that bank he said I was talking about, he, he says I enjoy my money, I enjoy everything, he says. He says, well I, that bank I was talking about that I went to, well I bought it. And you see, you name it and he got it, he could have, he could have anything with the gift, with just that gift, that one gift, it's bought him everything, you know. And then I turn on to the, and I, I thought, well, I've had enough of that. And I, t <laughs> I, I turned it on to the channel, and, and the fellow was just saying, well, the things in the world are temporal, but the things that are not seen are eternal. Well, I nearly, I nearly hit the ceiling. I thought, oh, I thought it was so real. It was so real to me. I thought, oh, that, you know, and I thought, cool, Liberace, you, you haven't got a clue. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and, and just had a right good talk to him. I thought, you, you don't know. Oh, what a shame. You know, it is a shame, isn't it, really? You know, because God doesn't condemn us for being rich because he died for the wicked and the rich as well, he said. He gave his life for everybody everywhere. And, you, you know, your heart goes out to these folk because it is only temporal unless they come to the Lord and really be born again. And what you and I have got is out of this world. Oh, you know, the more you go on with God, the more grateful you are that you've been called and chosen. Glory be to God. Don't ever underestimate uh, your salvation. It's the most precious thing. It's a precious, precious treasure. Hallelujah. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. Hallelujah. And we begin to enjoy it right down here. Glory be to God. Oh, hallelujah. He's wonderful. And you know, uh, uh, this week... Um, uh, we, it's been such a, such a busy week like the Lord seems to brought everybody to us this week somehow and I, 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 we hadn't got up Sunday morning before the phone rang and, and we had to go out and visit um, uh, visit a, a brother that's he's been a pastor for years and a lovely brother, very real done a lot of work for God and he just lost his wife and uh, we'd heard like that uh, he couldn't he couldn't lift himself, he couldn't get all out of the sadness of it and uh, a real Pentecostal pastor and a, love, a very lovely man, he opened his heart and it seemed he, he just wanted to he, he, could, he was bottled up before and there was such a release in him and, and you know we were released with him and, and so the Spirit of God started to flow. Uh, and he says, you know, if I'd have known you'd been coming, he said, I would have, fest I would have put you the best feast on, he said, that, that anybody's ever seen. I says, hey, brother. I says, you know, you can't buy fellowship like this. You can't buy fellowship. Thank God. It's, it's like being born again. It's freely given. It's freely given. Value your fellowship. Let that 
unseen leaven work and let it, let it get you on your feet. Let it get you on your feet. Get using. Uh, because, you, you see, you rob yourself if you don't dare to do for God. You rob yourself and you don't seem to grow the same unless you come in action. We were never born to be, to be pew-bound. You know, we've always, uh, we've always uh, 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 testified to this. Every member has something to add to this wonderful fellowship. Every member has something to give. And as you give, you get. And as you go, you get. As you go, you get. He says, go and keep going. Hallelujah. Keep walking before him. And you know, you don't have to think what you're going to say. But what I was going to say, we, we, we came back and, um, and then from then on, we were on the phone most of the day. Uh, but we just got up Monday morning and uh, we were just having the first cup of tea and uh, uh, somebody knocked at the door. And, uh, you know, this man is, is uh, he had a big family and one of his sons-in-law, he, uh, he, he belonged to the Lord and uh, they were born again and, and he believed in, in uh, being filled with the Spirit. And, you know, this, this man, this lad came to the door and he says, you know me? I says, no, I don't love. Well, he says, I'm this man that you went to see yesterday. He says, I'm his son-in-law. Now, I hadn't seen him since he was 17, and he was then about 40, and he's now about 48. Well, he says, and you know, I, I just wept before God because, you know, he, he brings people to you at the right time. And he says, Henry, I've come to really talk. I want to talk. I want to open my heart. He says, you know, he says, I, I haven't gone on with God. He says, in fact, I don't feel now that... That there even he says I can't believe there is is even a God. It got so far away. He says I went into uh, with motorbikes and I've won so many cups. He said, uh, and he said uh, I, I, I like I, I like the things of this world. He says and I like the beauty. But he says I can't believe anymore. And it was uh, it was so so touching to hear him. And he just opened his heart there and he kept pouring it out and pouring it out. He says, you know, I've had, I have been saved, he says, and he started to talk. But, you know, I says, hey, Doc, I said, I says, you're speaking what somebody else has told you and put into you. I says, but you never had an experience yourself. No, he says, I don't think I ever did. Can you see how you can have a form of Pentecost and yet never arrive? How, how, how important it is for you to get a relationship with God for yourself. You know that lad, God, was, God had gone after him. His father-in-law had rung him up and said we'd been. And uh, he, he drives a big SO uh, tanker. And, uh, and he wept there, you know. And we had such a wonderful time. And, you know, I believe that God is beginning. I believe it's his time. And I want you to pray for him. I, forget, I just forget what his name is. But I want you to pray for that man. Uh, because I believe God, it's his time with him. I, I think he's tried everything else. And at last he's come to an end. And there God can meet him. Right at the end of himself, God can meet him. So I praise God uh, uh, that for, for the fellowship. You know, uh, one writer said that uh, uh, if you walk with God and keep in his will, life will be one long romance. And I believe it, you know. 
I believe that. You know, you, you don't get sort of dried up because, you see, we're dealing with the, the man of Calvary uh, that, that's alive. And, and it says he'll give good measure, pressed down and running over and running over. And, and this has been my experience. He has satisfied my soul as we walk before him. He has satisfied my soul. And I glorify God. Nothing else does. I mean, all that glitter on that TV and all that uh, uh, wonderful gift, it never, it never touches you at all. You just stand amazed at it uh, and what they can do. But oh, I thank God that the things that are not seen are eternal. Hallelujah. And you know, it, you feel it, don't you? You really feel it. It's no good. It's no good. Anybody trying to persuade you out of it uh, 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 or anything. You just arrived. Hallelujah. I thank God for the sweetness of the relationship of walking before the Lord. Amen. Treasure this. Hold fast. Hold fast in these last days. Hold fast that which you have, because men will seek. To take your crown, they will. But hold fast, hallelujah. If you've really had something real, you'll go through fire and you'll go through water, but you'll go through and you'll go through the darkness, but he'll bring you through. However you tried, he'll bring you through, hallelujah. I thank God that we are kept by the power of God. We are kept by the power of God. When I don't feel, when I am down, when I am broken, we still believe that we're kept by the power of God. Thank God for faith in the living Christ. Hallelujah. And I, if I be lifted up, will draw all men. You don't even have to worry about who's coming in or who's going out. But if I be lifted up, if I be glorified in each life, I thank God that he will add to the church daily such as shall be saved. He, he, no, he hasn't left us a thing to do, really, only to worship him. So, thank God, like Lena Burke says, I've got an amen ministry. We had an amen ministry tonight, and it blessed our souls. Hallelujah. As you know, that we've been away on a holiday in Portugal, where everything is absolutely dead there, and it's so lovely to come back here and to be able to praise the Lord with the love of all of you, and so that we can go together and be in the Lord. Now, it's really a shame to know that in Portugal, we went to one church, there's three churches in Albufeira, but there's one church there we went to, and there was, it was Roman Catholic, uh, they had um, leaves and, and palm trees and olive branches all over the floor, right outside, out on the steps, and it was just that and nothing else. And there was, uh, uh, inside, there was a good number of uh, chairs which were absolutely full, and the uh, priest, he was there in the front. And they were doing absolutely nothing. It's supposed to be a mass but they weren't doing anything. And they weren't even praising the Lord or even singing. And I felt dead, and I could feel that they were all dead. And, you know, I, I wanted somebody here. I wanted to praise the Lord. I wanted to uh, ask the Lord to come in and, uh, and praise them, because they don't know a thing. 
and poor dears, you've got to feel sorry for them. You really have. And you just want to ask the Lord to bless them. It is really the blind leading the blind. And it was a great shame to see it all. But then, we, we miss you all. We miss this lovely meeting here, this filling station. I can't help it, but I like this place and I love it. And I love to be able to come and praise the Lord and bless him because he's so wonderful. Well, <clears throat> Gwen and I were reading the scriptures there and nearly every day and particularly on Saturdays and praying for you all here. And it was just a lovely sensation of knowing that you were here on the Saturday and about this time and we were just praying and we felt the Lord was talking to us and telling us to go and see the other churches in Albafura. So we went and what do you think we saw? Absolutely nothing. No! <laughs> place was completely empty and we really got a shock to see it and there's so many people there there's uh, uh, Roman Catholic um, uh, French Canadians there's the Dutch and there's the Portuguese and the Spanish and there's some other people from um, Germany the students from Germany all Roman Catholics but they didn't do a thing there was no joy in their heart or anything. And so we th Gwen and I said, well, praise the Lord. We'll go and praise the Lord and walk around and see the scenery. And it was really wonderful just to be with the Lord and enjoy ourselves <laughs> praising the Lord. And we're so glad to be back here and praising the Lord and having this wonderful fellowship with you all. Thank you, Jesus, for loving God. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, Gwen. Well, it's lovely indeed to be back again. Amen. I can't really sort of really, I can't tell you all separately and individually how much we do appreciate seeing you and having your fellowship again. And when Desmond said that we went to a church in Albafura um, to see what it was like and so on, that was all Roman Catholics, he omitted to say that we stayed about two minutes flat. And that, was, and that was quite sufficient to be in a graveyard. Um, we preferred seeing God's handiwork, which is really wonderful and beautiful. And it was a beautiful sunny day as well, so we really did enjoy it in every way. Um, before we went on our holiday, um, I'd been thinking, well, Will we, how much will we miss the fellowship and how much, how will we appreciate the Lord and how will we appreciate his company because we knew we were going to be away for a, a month and that normally we come here every week and we have fellowship with you all here every week and uh, we have tapes at home which we play quite regularly as well and I th we thought well we could take the tape recorder with us and take some tips and in actual fact uh, a day or two before we went Albert helped us to sort out the batteries and things for the tape recorder and so we thought well we'd take that and that would um, help us in our fellowship with the Lord and then I th Desmond was thinking well it would weigh a wee bit heavy perhaps you know to have to carry that and lug it about everywhere and, but what I was thinking was, well, 
must I really carry a thing like that about in order to have sweet fellowship with Jesus? Mm-hmm. And so I thought, no, if it's depending on a thing like that, I'm just not going to bother with it. So we didn't bring it, take it with us at all. And really, the fellowship that we had with Jesus was so sweet all the time that we were there. We just felt simply that we were carried along in his arms or in the hollow of his hand all the time, that he was just completely in control all the time, and that we were just sort of being, as it were, carried along or um, nursed along the whole way as he just would have us go. There was sort of no friction and no hardness at all. It was just the sweetness of the presence of Jesus all the time. And yet all around us, it was such a shame, but there was complete darkness. There was not one of those people that we met. I don't think anyone, we've met lots and lots of people, but as far as we could judge, there wasn't one of them that really knew Jesus in a personal way. We really feel that it's such a shame. And we wonder just how much our heart can go out to a nation like that that is living in darkness. And we think of other people all over the world as well. And what are we doing for them? I don't know what the answer is at all, but I really feel sometimes that we've just sort of landed on a a bed of beautiful flowers and that we're sometimes taking too much for granted and that we're not really doing much for Jesus, that we're taking it all too much for granted, everything, all the beautiful and all the nice things that he has given us and that we're not going out into all the world and preach the gospel, baptizing everyone in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. And that these, the baptism, that there would be signs following. We just put these things to you for your thoughts before the Lord. And we just thank him for all his love and all his care over us. And that he's just so real all the time. It doesn't matter where we are, whether we're sort of a thousand million miles away just a person by ourselves. He's there and he's real, just the same as if we're all in a close fellowship here. He's just as real and just as precious. I just want to, I don't know, his love is just so great. I seem to appreciate it more and more since I've been away. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now then, Pat and Albert. Good morning, you say amen tonight. Amen, bless the Lord. Oh, praise God. Um, it's such a long time since we've been here, and I feel as though I've come home again. Uh, you know, uh, the glory meetings were the meetings that we always used to go to, and um, something happened and we got sidetracked. But praise God, I'm glad he's brought us back again. I love Jesus, and um, I love you all here tonight. We really love this fellowship, and I think without fellowship, you just go rusty. 
and you just can't go on without it, you know. I just, well, I just don't know what to say. I feel so full up tonight. I just got something going round and round in here. I just bless the Lord. Amen. Um, I think the wife said uh, that the only thing. Um, it's it's wonderful that we can come in a sweet fellowship with you, brothers and sisters. While I was sitting there, there was a song that um, that thrilled me, which it words it must me for the Lord. Um, I don't know if brother knows it. He is my everything. What is it? He is my everything. He is my yes, everything. Children, you know, and um, 
walking up there and sometimes I don't want to go because I don't like it but yet I feel that's just where God would have me and so I have to be willing it's no good singing where he leads me out I will go without a murmur you know I mean we can so easily things you know we have to really do we really mean what we're going to sing you know and uh, and I'm singing and I'm marching up this is it's all very la la where I go and there's all these professional men in the big cars and I'm singing and chittering and they're smiling out the cars and to the man oh who is that you know and then by the time I've collected myself, they've gone. But you know, all these lovely cars and it's morning, and they, you see, I'm so busy talking, I think I'm talking to them, and I'm looking happy, but I am. Well, bless them if they think I'm talking to them, well, that's it. But you say today it was bucketing with rain, and everybody was scurrying about, like, oh, I don't know what, scalded cats. But you know, oh, Welling up within me, it come from my shoe. Oh, you know, I felt everybody was scurrying about and it was bucketing, and I was so thankful. I felt so happy, and I thought, Oh, I felt, oh, I felt with a heart full of thanksgiving. I will bless thee, O oh Lord. And everybody was there, and there was me sanky doodling about and always pouring rain, you know, street to myself, or everybody was sheltering under the market. But I was so thankful. I had such a love and I felt so grateful to God for what he'd done, you know, and this love he's given me, you know, it's so lovely, you know, you, you don't have to try and think who can I pray for and all this, because as you're walking along, God just reveals these people who are in need too, you don't it? It's just lovely, isn't it? And I, oh, I got home and I said to Frank, oh, look, I realised, you know, it wasn't until Frank was taught, uh, Fred was talking about this, that it, I thought, oh, that's why I was so wet, you know, my jumper was wet through when I got in, it gone right through my coat. But I was so happy and I was so thankful for what the Lord had done, you know, and it's so good. And I was only saying to somebody today, you know, we've got a telephone. Well, I bet, I bet there's not many in here haven't got telephones, you know. It's good just ringing somebody up when you're in need. It's just lovely to ring them up and say, well, bless you. And it's lovely to hear you know, we want to encourage one another and, you know, I know it costs money but then it's cheaper to them writing a letter, isn't it? And what's it matter if, you, if it, it does you good? It doesn't matter. I know my husband, I don't let him see the phone bill. I don't. I don't let him see I tied the bill but I, I love to, I, I'm a terror. I am honest, it's my weakness. I can't keep up the phone. I'm a terrible thing, I can't keep up the phone, but I'm like that, you see, I, I, I think, oh, so-and-so, and I have to ring them, I have to ring them, and I've always got my address book on the phone, and I'm ringing up, and it's just nice to be able to ring up and encourage somebody else, isn't it, and bless them, and see what God's doing, and encourage your mum, and, and give them a little stir up, and, and perhaps they're feeling a bit down, you know, tell them there's some, you see, they're not as fortunate as us. As I was saying to someone I saw at Skegness the other week, we can come here and it can flow over us and round about us and not through us because you can come in. You're so used to coming that you can take it for granted and it not, it's not yes. nobody coming over you and round you. It's got to go through you. It has. It's got to go right inside you and do something. It's no good. I, I said to him, well, if I go to a meeting and it's just good and it, I am, something hasn't happened and I don't feel cleaned up or something done in me, well... I don't think I've been to a meeting. It needs we need yeah. to be challenged and stirred up and quickened and and all these sort of things that we might grow. Yeah. You know, we've got to grow. I mean if 
I mean, that little baby I look after her, she was doing the same next week as she was a fortnight ago. I mean, her mum would be taking her to the doctor, to the clinic, to see what happened to her. And it's the same in the spiritual. We need, we should be growing. Oh, I am, I, I'm a very impatient, I'm, I'm always hungry. I, I can say this, since I got saved, I've never been satisfied with what I've got. I'm always, yes, I have, that's it, Connie. I'm not very good at putting things over. An unsatisfied satisfaction. Thank you, that's nice. Yes, I have, I'm always wanting more. I'm always wanting more. I desire more, and thank God for that hunger, you know. Amen. It's lovely, you know, and I, 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 you want to give it to others, and you think, oh, I wish they want pow wow bear. Oh, if only they would have, oh, God, you know, it's like, I think, oh, dear, so now they feel like they pull me out. I think, oh, dear, if they want patter patter about, let's get on with the job, and let's be real, and all oh, this clap trapping about, you know, let's, let's get duck in and, and, and be real and have a go. It's no good. Messing about week after week down, so uh, they talk to me and they come to me, and I could pull my hair out sometimes. And they, God, they make me so frustrated. I oh, do it, they make me so frustrated. And I say, Oh dear, and you can spend that much time talking to them, and you know that they just don't take a bit. And then they, they want it, but they, they, it's like our brother said, I'll give you 100 pounds, but when it comes to telling them what to do. They don't want to do it. You see, it's, it costs a price. It, you have to pay a price. You do. You have to pay a price. And oh dear, but oh, I just feel so thankful tonight. I'm so happy, and I just love every one of you. I've been around everybody tonight, and I've had a lovely big hug and a lovely time loving everybody. You know, I can come love you. It's just lovely. I just thank God. Oh, I do. I like you all to to listen carefully just a moment uh, Sheila has gone to be with the Lord she closed her eyes last night and and just slipped off quietly to be with Jesus now uh, we do feel for Arthur and we wanted to pray for him uh, we're not people without feeling although we don't sorrow as others we know that Sheila's gone home but you know anybody that ever if you ever really loved anybody they can't just be taken out of your life and you not miss them. You know, in the last days, the Bible says people will be without natural affection, but we're not without our natural affection. We love our sweethearts. I wouldn't like to think that my sweetheart was just taken away like that and I could just jump up and down and dance and sing because I couldn't. I would be as a man without natural affection because I'm in love with my sweetheart and I know Arthur was with Sheila. And you know, in the coming days, regardless of uh, anything else is going to miss her. Yes. This is reality. I mean, the thing is, let's don't let's count our Christianity as pie in the sky because that's a load of rubbish. Yeah. Uh, the thing that faces every one of us is practical reality. And when Arthur comes home from his work and he suddenly finds that Sheila is no longer in his home, it's going to hurt him. It's going to hurt him a lot. And I believe as Christians we need to pray for him and uphold him before the throne of God to write him a, a letter or just to not so much telephone him I don't think just at the moment because he has so much on his plate but just a little love letter to him yes. will be a blessing and we can give you his address if any of you want it 
Now, we understand that up to now, there's going to be a service in the Barmbygate Methodist Church at Newark on, at half past ten uh, next Thursday. Now, those of you that don't know where it is, Barmbygate Methodist Church is a place where Faith and I live, where we're caretakers of, and it's right in the middle of the town. All you need to ask for is Barmbygate, and there are two Methodist churches uh, more or less in Barmbygate, but it's the one that is in the centre of the town, a very big place. And as many as you, uh, of you that can get time off work, please do try and come and just let this family see that there is a family of God that really love them and care for them. There's a lot of doubts in some of their hearts at the moment, a mother and, and uh, father who are not really born again and there's a sister and her husband who are really feeling it at this time. Well, you know, it'd be lovely to show them that there is also another family that really cares and that is the family of God. And I believe that by our presence there and showing our love that they'll feel that there is something in what Sheila had after all. Now, Sheila was a living testimony. We just love Sheila and she's gone to be with the Lord and that's all that really matters. So don't forget, remember Arthur in every one of your prayers. Now, and you know, I think it'd be lovely to end our service by singing, Because He Lives, yeah. I Can Face Tomorrow.
And now, Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we bless you for this wonderful time that we've spent in thy presence. We'll give thee all the praise and all the glory. Each word that has been said tonight and spoken to our hearts, we pray, Lord, that in the days to come it will bring forth fruit to thy praise and to thy glory. And as we go our several ways, Lord, we ask you to keep us under thy precious blood until we meet together again. And, oh, Lord, we just ask that this gospel shall go forth into all the world and shall glorify thy name. Father, we ask it in and through the precious name of Jesus and for his glory. Amen, amen. Thank you.